Harris, Deidre Hattrick, resting place. Coming to you live from Redeemed by the Blood Ministry Headquarters. We about to get it ready for Monday Night Throwdown. on their upbeat. That's the one I like, y'all. I'm alive.
right, y'all. Are you alive? Well, I hope you're alive. <laughs> you know, I want to give y'all a little something-something. We about to um do a pre-recording of Monday Night Throwdown. Since I can't, I'm not, I ain't going to say can't, I'm not able to do my live. I'm doing it live, but it won't be Facebook live. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pre-record it to the best that I know how. And then I'll post it for 10. Um, let's see. We're going to see how that's going to turn out. So what I'm doing, give you guys some some little mystery, you know, <laughs> or what I do Facebook Live. I usually have the little music coming on, right? So this is Deidre Hattrick. Um, God is the greatest. Thanks, babe. 
greatest, the greatest love. There are big butts, little butts, round butts, and flat butts, buns of steel and squishy tushes, old buns and...
we gonna forgive it, forgive it, forgive it. You got to know you're forgiven. All right, folks. You got to know you're forgiven. That's the only way you're gonna be able to walk into this divine wealth is to know that you're forgiven. All right. Um, I got a car with an app. I don't mean I shot for a car. All right, so I'm going to. They have the Bluetooth on all these commercials. I don't like that. Um, so normally, you guys, uh, Monday night throwdown, I have music on. Those that are on the other platforms, you'll be able to enjoy uh, the Monday night throwdown. Praise the Lord. Uh, I want to start off. Yeah, that's the one I want to do. Great God. Because we're going to talk about the goodness and the the power of God. And how we're going to to allow him to come in and change the way we're thinking. That's right. So, um, let's get ready. Um, let's get ready to go on the next episode. And we're about to pre-record for the Monday Night Throwdown. All right, all right, all right. All right. Stay tuned.
All right, y'all. We serve a great and mighty God. And no matter what happens, you know, Dr. D gonna make a way. Hey, and we gotta do pre-recording, slice it in half, put it together. Hey, I'm not gonna let the enemy think he have victory. Hey, I know how to do the gumbo mix, right? <laughs> and that's just how God want us to be. He want us to continue on pressing forward. No matter what, we're going to make it work. Glory to God. And so I welcome all of you tonight. Okay. We are in uh, part nine of the soldiery series. Getting that soul right, which is consists of your mind, will, and emotions. And so we've really been dealing with the mind. But we're going to touch more now on, it's still going to be with the mind, but how our mind affects our will, okay? And because our mind is not engulfed with the Word of God like it should, it causes us to will to do other things that may jeopardize our spiritual walk. All right? And our spiritual walk is so important. Why? Because it's only by faith that pleases God. And so if I'm not walking in faith, then I'm walking in fear. There's no in-between. So through the surgery series, we have learned thus far our anger, how we don't deal with certain circumstances, and it causes our mind to split. That's where we get split personalities. We also understood how the brain activities occur when our adrenaline be overstressed. We don't know how to manage stress, so we went through all of that. We went through how our minds, the enemy three um, throw suggestions and entice us and we don't have the Holy Spirit to contain to help us right we're beginning to will to do all kind of things and so I'm just going to do a little refreshing and then we're going to go into something that God really really I woke up early this morning and asked hey my boom family they get that fresh manna from me early in the morning so Go check out Divine Destiny, um, Divine Design to Your Destination. It's a little excerpt about what the Father had put in my heart, and I'm going to reiterate some of it tonight, okay? And so with that said, we're going to open up in prayer as always. Father God, I humbly come before you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who was born in the flesh, walked the earth, and after his three-year reign, he ascended into heaven. He said that I must go, but I will leave you a comforter. And that comforter is the Holy Spirit, a precious gift, the infinite gift that you have given us to help us, lead and guide us in their earth at this present moment. 
And Father God, we thank you right now that we will tap into the divine order that you have already planned for each and every one of us. Father God, I thank you that we acknowledge Jesus Christ as your son and that our eyes of revelation and discernment, you will give us the ears to hear your instructions on how to live the good life in you, Father, in the name of Jesus. As we stated earlier, I decrease while you increase, Father God. Let these tongues of clay have, let this, my lips of clay be released. And you put the anointing and the coals on my tongue to speak your incorruptible word in the atmosphere, Father God. I ask that the canopy of angels cover me from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet and to all that's on the internet worldwide web that are listening to underneath the sound of my voice that they will hear they will hear with spiritual ears and they'll be able to go forth and do what you have designed them the perfect plan for their life they'll begin to walk in it in jesus name now in the name of jesus i also take authority over the evil one and apply the blood of Yahshua over the airwaves, over my life, over my children's children's children, over our businesses, our careers, our job, our ministries, over our health. In the name of Jesus, I take authority. I bind up every evil, unclean, foul spirit now. And anything that's unholy with spiritual devices. Now send them to the feet of Jesus Christ right now. I ask Father God to send a Lord of hosts to fight on our behalf. Fight on my behalf as I bring this word forth. Where your people can be set free in their minds. And they have the liberty to worship you in spirit and in truth Father God. I thank you right now that all avenues of communication... Be silenced that are not ordained by God. And I ask for the perfect plan under grace come where the perfect word will come forth without no distractions in the name of Jesus. And I command the evil spirits not to speak, not to come in and disturb, not to, I forbid you to twist, untwist words. I forbid you to send Wrong signals to individuals where they won't hear the word. That the word will be able to change them and forbid lying and enticing spirits. To be denounced right now in the name of Jesus. You will obey the word of God. You will submit to the authority of Jesus Christ of Nazareth right now. Right now, Father God, we bring our minds and wills into a complete agreement with your mind and your will, your perfect design for our lives, and all necessary resources that is needed for us to fulfill the perfect plan that you have for us. We ask you to send it to us now under grace in your perfect way, Father. And we cover it with the blood of Yahshua. And we give you all the praise, honor, and glory as due to you. In Jesus' name, amen. We have no air in this building. It's ridiculous. But 
Thank God we have a fan. <laughs> so we've really been touch- touching on um, the mind. Whoa. There's so much stuff that's going on that if we don't have our mind right with the word of God, abiding in his word, and he abiding in us, the enemy can send all kinds of things to our minds in a spirit of delusion will come upon us and we'll think one thing, but we'll, 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 we'll see one thing, but think something else. The enemy can whisper a lie or use any little pettiness to stir up strife and division, especially when he sees that unity and power and love and harmony is in the atmosphere. And wherever there's strife and envious, it's an evil deed working somewhere. And I don't care how anybody try to put it, if you are strifeful, if you are um, not content, if you quickly angered and you don't have the capability to allow the Holy Spirit to constrain you, you have some evil deeds working. And so we got to see how daddy is willing to set us free if you want to be free. It's a, it's a job. It's really a job to really allow the Holy Spirit to come in our lives, right, to change us. We feel that, oh, I accept Jesus as Lord and Savior in my life. You give the right hand of fellowship to the pastor. You go to church, you know, and as you grow, you start seeing things happening but, hey, we still got some stinky thinking going on. And as the last two weeks, God said our heart is wicked. Above all things, who shall know it? Not only that, he said it's desperately wicked. Whoa. Now, so tonight, what we're going to do is... um. Daddy want to warn us against false teaching and false spirits. Oh my God, there's so much stuff going on out here. In 1 Timothy 4 and 2, it tells us warning against false teachers. Now the Spirit expressly states that in the latter time, some will abandon the faith to follow deceitful spirits and the teaching of demons. Influenced by hypocrisy of lies, whose conscience are seared as with a hot iron. Whoa. My conscience? Yes. You have your conscience and your subconscious. And we're going to talk about the will that's within the soul combined with the mind and emotions because of your conscience. Your subconscious is very active. That's really what we're living off. But that subconscious, that's dormant, that's what holds the strongholds. The hypothalamus is like the hard drive in a computer, in your brain. And a lot of things that's going on with us that we be like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. We sit down and be still and know the salvation of the Lord, and allow the Holy Spirit to come in and start searching our hearts, we'll be freer, 
We better worship God in spirit and in truth. We won't have all this animosity. We'll know and be able to experience love while we give in love. I also noticed that also that God is really helping me with. A lot of people have not really received the true and living God love. So when somebody come along like myself that demonstrate God unconditional love, hey, then you're a suspect or, you know, or they'll try to provoke you. You know what I'm saying? Which is really out of order. Why would you why would you even go to that degree? I'm going to put on I forgot this recording. Okay. Cuz I want to upload this on the Safe Zone broadcast, which you can listen. Safe Zone broadcast has its own podcast now. Praise the Lord. So, I will be plugging in the messages on there, okay, that you guys can listen to, all right? And we've been on for three years, so I'm going to go back and start all over. So, some of you guys that are new, you'll be able to really, really get that that real good word, that good teachings, Okay? Now, first, the five senses. Okay. Um, let me just share. This is this what Daddy woke me up with this morning. Um, I have a divine design to bring you to your destination. A divine design. But to get to the divine destination that God has already prepared for us, right? That's coming out of 20, Jeremiah 29, 11. Let me go to it right quick. When we understand... Well, let's rewind. Not so much understand... But when we begin to receive that everything that we like, oh, I'm waiting on God. I'm going to do this here and I'm going to go do this and I'm going to wait on God. And we praying, we're going to wait on God. For what? It's already done. He's already given it to us. That's like me having this... Um. What is this? Pine cone, right? It's here, right? I can see it. I can touch it, right? So I'm praying, Lord, I'm believing God. I believe in you to give me my own pine cone. And I'm just going to trust you. Tell me what I got to do. I got. Tell me which way to go. And I'll go. So Daddy God, like, you ain't got to go anywhere. It's, I put it there. It's already there for you. Pick it up and run with it. But Lord, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm believing God for my pine cone. I'm, 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 I'm standing, I'm fasting. You know, tell me which way to go. What I got to do. You have to do nothing. It's already here. You, you, see what I, you see what God is trying to show us? So he was like, daughter, I have the perfect plan 
I have the perfect resources. I have everything that you need already equipped for you. Your job is to seek me to fulfill a task, to go about acquiring it as if you already have it. So when I pray before the word says, before you even utter off our lips that God already hear it, right? Right? Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then, then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And ye shall seek me and find me when you search for me with your whole heart. See, this is a thing. So because we are so accustomed of things, the way the world have everything materialistic now, right? So we, we working, you know, we get that paycheck, got to go pay them bills. You know, yeah, I'm working hard. I'm, I'm working, I'm doing, I'm doing, right? For things. We already have them. But to get it, it's already in front of me. My house that's debt-free. My my car that's debt-free. My, my building is debt-free. Everything that I'm believing God for is debt-free. It's there already. It's already there. Listen to me good. It's already there before me. But I can't see it. Because I haven't sought God out first. Whoa. <laughs> Come on. I haven't searched him with my whole heart. Whoa. All right, Dr. D, where are you going with this? What you talking about? I have to let God in my heart. I got to let him have my whole heart. The closer I get to him... The more he'll make me see which way to go to live in a divine destiny. You see, as I'm growing in God and he's showing me them little things in my heart and I release it, he opened up more of him. And more that I understand him and who he is and what I mean to God, then ways open up unto me. Doors are open unto me and I can walk in them. But until I open my heart, which is the mind, the soul, the mind, will, and emotions, that's the only way I will begin to say, wait a minute, what I'm working on all this for? It has been right there all the time. Let me show you. Our warfare is not carnal, but it's mighty through the pulling down of strongholds. Bringing every thought into captivity Found in 2 Corinthians 10, 5. 
unto the obedience of Christ. To the obedience of the anointed one. Romans 12, 1 and 2, especially 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Renewing of the soul, mind, will, and emotions. I'm not able to do anything willing and obedient to eat the good of the land if my heart have not been surrendered all I surrender all. Have you surrendered your heart to the Lord? I surrender all. All to be my blessed Savior. I surrender all. See, we haven't surrendered all. We're still holding on to stuff that's back here stored in the hypothalamus. That stronghold. I'm, I'm going to help y'all. I'm going to show you what, what was going on. Because see, it gets touchy. You see? And we, we, we want to walk by faith and not by sight. Trust with the Lord with all your might. But guess what? When them tests and trials hit your butt, we're going to see if you're going to live by faith, not by sight. You're going you're gonna to revert back to that mind and trying to figure things out. Why? When it's already there. Oh, but you can't see it. I forgot. You can't see it. Because your heart. Ha! You haven't given your heart to the Lord. Now, the five senses... Have a lot to do with it in our bodies. The five senses. Our sight. Hearing. Touching. Smelling. Taste. We, by sight. Our eyes. Hearing the ears. We touch with our hands. Our feet. Our skin. We smell it through our nose. We taste through our, month, our mouth and our tongue. All these mechanisms works. Within our bodies, that's functioning from the mind, that begin to activate certain stuff that's going on in our brain. And most of the times, it's strongholds that we have not dealt with. Well, okay, what you mean strongholds? Well, as we was praying earlier. Those little pet peeves that we always, quote unquote, well, it's just the way I am. No, God wants us to be in tune with him. Why? He want to tear down the world's systems out of us. Most of us are so entwined and entangled and commingled with the systems of this world that we don't even understand the kingdom system. And most of us, yeah, we're operating, we're doing great mighty things, right? However, the heart is not surrendering all to daddy. Now, our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through the pulling down of strongholds in the mind. 
The strongholds just don't be strongholds in the snap of the finger. A stronghold is fortifies itself from an act that begins with a foot foothold. Well, okay, so what is that? What are you talking about, Dr. D? I'm glad you asked. When the Lord was showing me this, he was saying that all strongholds began with a foothold. That foothold extracts itself from a personal endeavor. If you look back in your life, through any situation you're dealing with, I guarantee you it started with something personal. Oh, yeah. And it's stored not in the hypothalamus of your brain, but but the trauma and all negativism stores in your brain stem. So that's why a person, you can have a nice little conversation, you know, just doing what you need to do. And if you say a wrong word or a smell or a touch or a look or somebody look like somebody, you know, and I'm guilty of that um, sometimes too. You get a prejudgment of the person or something will trigger you and then, hey, that go that split personality, that mind is split. <laughs> Whoa, wait, wait, where that come from? Not even knowing what just happened. A foothold. A personal endeavor. A good example. Oh my gosh. We were watching this movie, The McCars and the Hartfields. Lord have mercy. A whole generation, almost to the third generation, they killed off each other because of a personal endeavor. Until they got older, and thank God somebody said, Enough is enough. Let's squash this family feud. It started with a personal endeavor. The friend left the wall. He saw that, hey, they're killing us all. Come on, let's go. Oh, I'm dedicated. I want to stay and fight. We're going to win. We're going to fight. And he looked and said, we're not winning. You don't see all these bodies? I'm going home. And he left. And the other guy, I guess that was the, the, the McCoys or the Hallfields. I can't really get their name. But he stayed, wound up, got captured, was in prison. They beat him up. He came back hurt, but he came back angry at the friend because he felt the friend abandoned him when he had a choice. He had a choice to leave, too. A lot of times we have choices, and we make the choice, and then it don't, it don't turn out favorable. Then we mad. For what? You made the choice. I can't get mad. What? 18 years ago? I can't get mad, but nobody but myself. Because I made a choice. God said, wait. And I made the choice to get married again to a person that literally tried to destroy me. 
Come on. I made the choice. When God say wait, I made the choice and said I do. Come on, see, we don't we don't really like to take responsibility of our actions, people. We go to church, hallelujah, clap your hands, you know, we doing this and doing that, but are we really gonna take responsibility of our actions? And I'm gonna prove a point. You know how you can always tell you have not taken responsibility of your action because it starts trickling down on your children. Uh oh. Now hey, all of it's not your fault because some parents raise their children the best they know how. But if you pay attention and you have the word of God and you really seeking God for a change, he'll show you. Every one of my children, the things that they're going through, I can identify what I went through growing up around their age. I just pray for them. I say, now look, be careful now. The devil visit every 10 years. Look out for this. I was going through that same thing when I was your age. Be careful. Oh, man, what you talking about? Yeah. Every last one of my children. See, I don't have to go looking around or whatever. Why? Because it's sitting right there in my face. <laughs> it's right there. So when we take our time to identify and be responsible and say, hey, my name is Danielle. I'm an addict to servanthood or I'm an addict to help. I had to do that the other day because I was listening to a recording from some years and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm the same way. Oh, Jesus, help me. I don't want to be like that. You know, so adamant to do certain things and we think it's a godly, humble servanthood. And when we sit down and think about it, the Lord say, well, yeah, that was a good thing, but that was something I didn't have designed for you to do. Because of the voices, excuse me, because of the voices of others projected to us, work out your soul salvation. You got to serve. You got to be at church. You got to serve me. You got to do this. You got to do that. And we constantly hearing these voices, right? So we only going about doing what we hear because we trust in our leaders that they are telling us the right thing. No, no shade on the leaders. Come on. Now. I'm not saying that pastors and bishops. I'm not saying that like that. But what I am saying, according to what the Father is showing me, that we have to take time out to hear his voice. Because what will happen, we having pastors now teaching other doctrines. Hey, false teachers, hypocrisies. Why? Because things that are happening or has happened way back then that was a foothold and now strongholds and they don't want to deal with it. Their conscience are seared now. So it won't even affect them, but yet they're spearing it over, over the congregation. And eventually, it's going to come out, y'all. Either they're going to be in depression, something going to be exposed, they're going to kill themselves. Why? 
Why is all this going on in the body of Christ? Nobody's not taking time out and deal with the soul, the mind. So we willing ourselves. The enemy is like jerking us. He already put that hook on you, right? And he just sitting there wheeling you in, wheeling you in. Oh, they ain't dealing with that, huh? No, come on, wheel it in, wheel it in, boys, wheel it in. Now, what also have happened, the light of God illuminates through other people, not saying that they're perfect, but they're loving God, they're serving God, they're worshiping God, like we was talking about David and Saul. Hey, David was worshiping God with a pure heart. He was Saul, armor bearer. He was his captain, the warrior. He was there at Saul, Beck and Call, whatever Saul needed, he was there. David loved God, he worshiped God, and he served Saul with all his heart until that one day he eyed. I love the way um, Joseph Prince identified. He said he, he eyed David. Are you eyeing anybody today? Watch that. We used to call that the evil eye. He eyed David to the point where he began to be jealous and hateful towards him. Why? Because David liked to praise the Lord. Oh, he worshiped God. Oh, yeah. And all talk about the battle when he came back. Saul killed his thousand, but David killed his ten thousand. David, David, David. Uh oh. So, all the admiration and attention wasn't on Saul no more. But yet, David was representing Saul and made Saul look good. Uh oh. But see, Saul didn't see it like that. Have you experienced something like that? Oh, I know I have numerous times. I don't know why. But I do know why. Because of the worship. And the love for God that I have. And I don't mind sharing it with you guys. How you can get into that place. Or that divine design. To lead you into your divine destination. But the only way you're going to be able to get there is having a heart circumcised. And when God starts touching and showing you things in your heart, hey, ooh, okay, Lord. Like he told me, and he still was showing me some stuff. Oh, my gosh. Man, I've been denouncing some things because we speak words and create these vows in the spirit realm. And we're trying to figure out what's going on. And if you be still and know the salvation of God, the Holy Spirit will show it to you. You have to be willing to let it go, though. I say, oh, Lord, have mercy. Help me, Jesus. So I denounce that. Because, see, I want everything my daddy. Who? Because I can see. I can see where he's taking me. I can see that he already had that perfect plan, the perfect provision, the perfect destination for me. He's launching me into it. And the more I'm seeking him, the more I'm crying out to him, the more I'm showing forgiveness and love. 
when I'm being spitefully used, I got to go up in Matthew 5 so I can come alive in God and bless those. Come on, Holy Ghost. I bless those that curse me and falsely accuse me and lie on me and use me and abuse me. Because they ain't doing it to me. <laughs> they doing it to my daddy. Because see, I got the line of Judah got my back. Shirling goodness on the side of me. I have a low, a low, uh, a host of angels all around me. I got my army tree on. Come on now, Holy Ghost. And I got the joy, unspeakable joy, that give me strength in Him. And so, when the spiritual, um, the spirits become exposed because of the light. Of God that illuminates all of you. Okay. And so what happens when. When the spirit is exposed. It reveals behavior. That's when the pressure comes in the spirit. Right there. See. See y'all thought. When she going to get on the spirit. Where are we on the spirit right now. When the illumination of the God. Of God. Begin to. Reveal itself to you in praise and worship through a message through other people, prophecy. It comes through them testing trials. The testing trials gonna expose what you're really made of. Are you gonna come out with anger, rage, control mechanisms, statements that denounce people, statements of rejection? Statements of hate, of bitterness and anger, statements of anxiety, workaholics, control. We touched about the um, the narcissists, how everything has to be their way or no way. They have time. They don't have time for nobody else, but they, but they want you to make time for them and only them. They even manipulate your time to project that they kind of care and concern about you but they have that hidden motives like yeah i'm doing this because hey i'm gonna need you to do something i'm gonna need your influence i'm gonna need your money i'm gonna need i'm gonna need something from you so i have to project and it's all still a part of control because see now they controlling the atmosphere over you and oh soon as you say no to them you're going to switch. The word of God is not abiding in them. So you have to be mindful of individuals with this type of mindset. You have to understand that God has already equipped us to walk in that divine order that he has for us. Every plan, every purpose Every provision is there for us. It's right there. You can see it. You can touch it. But we still looking for it. Oh God, I'm praying. I'm fasting 30 days. Where is it? Where is it, Lord? And God said, it's right there, but you got something in your heart. I need you to let go. You need to let go of something. Oh yeah, Lord. 
I, I, I'm gonna deal with that later. But right now, I, I need, I need to get this church built. I need to get this car. I need to get this home. I'll deal with that later. He says, right there, daughter. It's right there. You're looking all the way around. You're trying to do this and try to do this to get it. And it's right before you. <laughs> I know it's tight, but I, it's, it's right. God said Third John 1 and 2, that he wish above all things that we prosper and be in health, even as our soul prosper. In Psalms 23, it tells us that the Lord is our shepherd, we shall not want. He maketh us, um, he leadeth us the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Let's read that. And as always, the time is gone. Boy, I tell you, it just flies. Let's just fly, just fly. When we, when you and I began, because I'm, 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 hey, I'm, I'm doing it. When we begin to understand that everything we need has already been provided for us. He has the perfect plan, the perfect way, the perfect provision for us. Right? Our problem is we are so entangled, so tied up, so knotted up in the systems of this world that we don't know how to function in God's system. We're just doing works, y'all. We're not working by faith. We're not serving in faith. We're not serving by the Spirit. We're serving by works. We're not saved by works, but by grace. Hey, that's the word, right? Psalms 23 tells us that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He making me lie down in green pastures. He leading me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. When he leads me in a path of righteousness, I mean, when he, he making me lie down in green pastures, he leading me beside the still waters, he restores my soul, he leading me in a path of righteousness for his name's sake. Lay do I walk in through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Evil come all the way around like yesterday. Oh my word. I don't know what happened. Driver, if you watching, but a speed demon jumped on you yesterday. And I just thought about it, even thinking about it right now. He rolled the window down, so it got in like that. Why is the window down on the highway? And the enemy used that situation to try to provoke fear on me. Literally, I was holding on like, Lord, what is going on? We are in the city limits, and this child is driving like a madman. What in the... Boy, what's wrong with you? Huh? He just like, huh? And he really was clueless. A spirit jumped on my child. But it was all for me. To try to grip me in fear. And to speak something that I just learned not to do. 
and it was trying to build this image and I saw it and I refused to speak it out. I say in the name of Jesus, Lord, slow this car down. And eventually we got into the area where all the cars where they have traffic. So he had to slow down. I said, Lord, thank you, Jesus. So right then and there, I had to take control of that fear that God delivered me from. I had to capture it in my mind and speak the word over it and bring it into the captivity and obedience of Christ. What is that? God said, fear no evil. He did not give me the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. So I had to capture what the enemy was trying to create in that car. Because he wanted, he's, he's, he's mad. I know he's mad. He's raging now because he could not get me to do something that he tried to get me to do, to get rid of me. No, I see you. Can you really say, you guys, are you really paying attention on how the enemy is manipulating situations in your life? Like a chess game? All in your mind, delusion. I mean, all kind of riffraff is going on. Are you really taking time and saying, God, what is going on here? Oh, he going to tell you what's going on. He going to deal with you first. But see, we don't want that. Mm-mm. What? Oh no, Lord, that ain't me. I'm oh no. No, God. That that's not me. That's the other person. Now I'm praying to you because I need this here. I need this. I need this bill. I need money for to pay this bill. I see what you're saying. Lord, help me. Forgive me for that. But what you talking about? And Lord say, wait, wait, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. So now you God now? So you trying to tell me. That what I'm showing you about you, and that's not you? Because, see, I already got your answer for you, but I can't release it. I can't peel the scales off so you can know where it is. Because it's right before you, but you can't even see it. Because I'm trying to get you to deal with a situation, and you don't want to deal with it. It's a stronghold that became a, that started with a foothold from a personal endeavor way back then. You need to deal with it. Spirit of rejection, childhood trauma, abandonment, sickness and disease come from curses from family generation. Come on, y'all. I know I'm talking. See, we don't want to deal with these personal endeavors. Betrayal. We don't know how to forgive ourselves, and we sure don't know how to forgive other people. How in the world are we going to say, thy will be done, thy kingdom come in the earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those that trespass against us. How can you forgive others if you haven't forgiven yourself and receive your forgiveness from God? Well, it goes back to that heart. That heart is messing with that head. Their mind is split. You can't hear. You can't see. You don't even know what to do. It's just all about you doing the most. You're just everywhere. But, you, but you're still preaching. Oh, yeah. you still Facebook Live. You're still serving the homeless. You're still visiting the sick. 
But some stuff that needs to be dealt with, you're not dealing with. And God said, until you deal with it, you will, it's right, your, your opportunities is right before you. But you will not see it until you get this stuff right in your heart. And see, the, the testing and trials are our pressure points. Oh, he going to press it. He going to press it to the point where, hey, hey, I'm, you know what? I'm just going to check out. See, that's what the devil wants you to do. We're supposed to be soldiers in the army of God. We got too many wimpies. We got too many wounded soldiers. We got wimps. We got crybabies. We got too many know-it-alls. Nobody can tell you nothing. Uh-uh. They only have one captain in the army, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. That submits to the commander of chief, and that's God Almighty. Hey, don't kill a messenger. I'm just bringing the message. <laughs> Woo! As always, the time running. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. We haven't even tapped in, tapped in. Lord, 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 Lord. Daddy want our whole man to be in sync. The spirit is so important in these last days to hear clearly so we can see where he's taking us. Lead us in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. See, God going to lead you in that path because see, it's his name he's backing up. Stop trying to represent your name. Whoa. If anything needs to be branded, is the Lord. Right? <laughs> Ooh, I can feel it. I feel it. I know. I know. I know. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. But if we can get our whole man in tune with the Holy Spirit. Come on now. I know what I'm talking about. Man, you will live this life of joy and peace like never before. You'll be able to rejoice. Oh my gosh, it's so wonderfully. You'll be so free and light. And you'll be able to soar like that eagle. Flying, looking down. Oh, okay. All right. I see. I see. I see. But we have so much weight on us. What the scripture says, how the weight is so easily beset us. Let's cast the weights off. Cast the constraints off our minds. Cast those thoughts and those imaginations and and, and walk in the fullness and the forgiveness and love that God has already created for us. When he put his finger on something, let it go. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad. For the Lord has a reward for you. I got my rewards, y'all. I got rewards, y'all. Do you have your rewards? Can you really... Take that spiritual flight and let daddy say, show you what your, what your dominion in heavenly realm look like. Hey, he'll do it. I say, won't he do it? Won't he do it? Yes, he will. 
Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, thy comfort me. Do you know what that really means? We're walking in a valley of the shadow of death right now in the earth. The rod that comes to not only protect us, but to guide us. And to discipline us. <laughs> we don't like that word. But the discipline is so good. The discipline is where the freedom lies. When the Lord showed me, he said, you, 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 what, you whining over what? A building your legacy, your name on a building? Well, hold up. You better worry about your name written in the Lamb Book of Life. Man, I was like, what? Yes, Lord. You ain't got to tell me twice. I'm done. When the Lord began to strip, strip, will you let him strip you? So he can pull back into you? Come on now. All right? It's a lovely thing. It's a lovely feeling to experience the love of God like never before. Even in your error, even in your mistake, even in your mishap, in your hurt, your pain, your brokenness, the love of God comes in on oh my word. And he wraps his anointing around you. For the anointing comes to do what? Destroy the yoke and remove the burden. So, see, we be preaching this stuff. Do you really believe what you're preaching? Are you really living the words that you're teaching? Are you really walking by faith and not by sight? Trusting in my Lord with all your might? Come on, are you really, can you really, really say if God say, all right, matter of fact, he not going to say anything. Him and Satan going to have a conversation. He's going to say, where you coming from? Oh, I'm coming from the earth looking to and fro. Oh, really? What you looking at? Hmm. Looking at the servant down here, Job. Look like you got a hedge around him. I can't get to him. Put that hedge down and I can show you he only serving you for stuff. Hey, oh, Joe, not Joe, not the upright man that loves me. Nah, go ahead. I know Joe. He ain't going to turn on me. <laughs> I'm going to make sure. I'm going to hit him with my best shot. God said, go ahead, do your thing. But don't touch your soul. That's mine. He have committed himself to me. Now when I get through with him, he going to be cursing you. Now listen to what the devil saying to God. Remember we were saying last week how he still have access to that third realm? Come on now. So you think you're just going through all that just to be going through it? The Lord released 
the enemy to come at you. Now, what you going to do? Are you going to put up your deuce and say, come on, devil, come on. Now, putting up your dukes towards the enemy, let's clarify that. Let's flip it. When I say put up your dukes to fight the enemy, that's, that means God will begin to show some things in your heart to let go. Whoa. Come on. All right? Let's, let's explain this. That's fighting a good fight of faith. All right? When God told me to 